0: Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Overcoming Monday podcast, where we provide you with little secrets for your big breakthrough. In each episode, we'll hear from writer, speaker, mom, and pastor's wife, Shari King, as she invites you into conversations with some of her favorite people who are talking about the issues that matter most to you. Overcoming Monday is a podcast designed to enhance your emotional and spiritual health. Our mission is to help you understand yourself, the people you love, and the world around you so that you can win where it matters most. Now let's get started with an introduction to the episode. Shay, I've been so honored
1: to have you co-host today. (laughs) It's been
2: so fun. Thank you so much. I actually don't feel like we spent this much time together, except when we went on an event together. Not not all the car rides. I know. We got to
1: eat lunch today, too. It was so fun. Yeah. Gabe. Ate his vegetables today. Yes. And was happy about it, which never happened.
2: I said, You're eating spinach. He said, It's a leaf. (laughs) Did he really?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So
2: funny. Um, (laughs) That is so cute. (laughs) Yeah. And then we got to spend today recording a ton of episodes together. And man, I am so full. I am full and almost out of
1: words, which never happens to me, but my heart is so full. Yeah. So we just
2: finished one with um, Meredith um, Knox and Stacey Tarrant Mm. on dating. Mm. And
1: it was so good to get their perspective. It was really good. I, I think a lot of um, girls look up to them. And mm-hmm. so to hear their perspective on just finding who they are in Jesus first mm-hmm. it was so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many girls need to understand that these are amazing women. Mm-hmm. So amazing that I'm surprised that. They're still still, single, right? I hate to say that, and I know that it's
2: Jesus' plan, but I'm like, come on, guys. (laughs) You know, and that's what they were talking about, is this time of singleness that they've had has made them into who they Mm -hmm, are. And so they know who they're looking for, not not with specific um, looks or you know bodily qualities but they feel like when they meet this guy it's going to be in their spirit that they know him
3: right because
1: they know each themselves so well it's so good Mm -hmm. and i totally vibed especially um with stacy just talking about um really just understanding the love that a man has for jesus and and how that is in relationship to her and Mm -hmm. i just think so many times we do have this idea of like what we want our man's relationship with Jesus to look like but just to understand the humanness of the man that we want but also um, just to really want someone who loves Jesus so much Mm -hmm. more than more than them Mm -hmm. so that was beautiful yeah she did a great
2: job this episode is amazing so if you are looking for advice for your dating life this Mm -hmm. is the one to listen to and if you have friends who need it as well please share this with Mm -hmm. them i love meredith knox and stacy tarrant they are women who really love jesus and they have some great things for Mm -hmm. us to hear today so so we hope that we give you um some little secrets for your big breakthrough today on Overcoming Monday. Hello, Overcoming Monday listeners. I'm so excited to start another conversation with you guys. Um, I have Shay here and Meredith Knox and Stacey Tarrant. Shay is... Hi, y'all can say hi. <laughs> we're continuing conversation that we had um, previously on singleness, and now we're going to talk about dating um, difficulties of dating. Mm-hmm. Shay is a um, our discipleship director for Clinton King Ministries, and Mayor and Stacy basically head up and work with the student ministry at our church called New Spring, called Fuse. Um, so guys thanks for being here with me today
4: you are welcome
2: i don't know why i'm on this dating one because i haven't been on a date in many
4: years <laughs> so if you're a single man listening to this <laughs> <laughs>
2: well oh. you know you have been on a date or maybe there maybe the thing is stacy is you can encourage all of those who haven't dated okay i can do that see <laughs> I there got are other that. people like you and w- maybe even answering why you haven't dated yeah because I think, no one's asked no, me sorry there literally not, is no other reason. people hear your accent and they melt and they say yes. i want to marry oh man please <laughs> it does it goes the other way too i'm sure um but before we get to the the dating convo I want to talk about some crazy experiences that you guys have had. Have you guys ever had some crazy dating experiences? Funny ones, I'm guessing, not heartbreaking ones where we're going to be crying. <laughs> Meredith's going to write a book about it one day. So I'm going to let her kind of give you the idea of the book.
4: Yes. So I have <laughs> I have dated a lot. That doesn't mean, I, I don't know if that means I'm good at it or really bad at it. Um, probably that I'm bad at it. But there have just been some very funny experiences through the years. I'll give the most um, appropriate one. So this is, like, just funny, and she's still one of my best friends, so it'll be funny. So um, I dated a guy in college who, uh, a little bit my freshman and sophomore year, and then... Uh, as fate would have it, he ended up marrying my best friend, and I was the maid of honor in their wedding. So <laughs> oh. that was fun. Yeah. It really was fun. We really are like the three The three of us went on vacation this past summer. Mm-hmm. So we are fine. We're all still three best friends. But he and I just looked across the table one day and we're like, you're just my buddy. Like, would you want to date my best friend? Um, so that's how that worked out. And they're yeah. thankful to you. Yes. Do they
2: tie to You're you? you welcome. I think, they <laughs> I think. You know what? I think so too. Uh, I think they should. <laughs> they too. should return the investment in some way. Yes. What about
1: you, Shay? Do you have oh, any gosh. crazy story? Oh, um, I'm trying to think. All my, my relationships were such. My relationships were such drama. So I didn't like just go on dates, which I probably should have. If I, like, like someone, it was, like, a relationship. Mm. And so mm. I had... Zero to ten. This is crazy. No, it's true. It was, like, I've had three, two- or three-year relationships
4: before I got married. You were my best friend. That was her. Mm. Oh, my word. So yeah. I think
1: that's also another reason why singleness was such a gift. Because mm. until I chose it and to really walk in it, I didn't have that. Yeah. And so, and I love, but I, I, like, loved it. Because I had just experienced heartbreak after heartbreak after mm. heartbreak. And I was over it. So I'm trying to think of, like, a funny
3: thing. See, I just
1: had – they ended up being my friends, too. Yeah. They were buddies, and we had yeah. a good time together. But I don't – I wish I had, like, that blind date story that people have Oh, gosh, something. I got a blind date
4: story. Uh-huh. We should, no, we shouldn't tell it. Not a blind <laughs>
5: date story, but the last time I was asked on a date, I'd never met the guy, so I – declined but the answer i gave him like the response i gave is to i was declining is so embarrassing so (laughs) sometimes when you're on the phone with people like you just get put on the spot and you don't know what to say you know all you want to say is no i don't want to go on a date with you i don't know you which ladies is a fine answer i should have just said that Yes, but i was trying to be nice and like trying to be soft or whatever so i he asked me to play tennis because he knew he, he knew that mary and i played tennis so he asked me to play tennis and he's a he's a tennis coach and so he knows all about tennis. He knows all about tennis injuries. So when I started spinning this story, which I shouldn't have done web of, lies. Web of lies, <laughs> I said, you know, I can't play tennis right now. I've got a really sore elbow. I think it's tennis elbow. Yeah, it runs in my family. And then I was like, wait, it's not hereditary, is it? Nothing is hereditary about tennis elbow. <laughs> And he goes, it's not inherited, um, but that's okay. We don't have to play tennis. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> Haven't spoken to him since then. So. I it imagine was. so. <laughs> it mm. That's awesome.
2: Whatever works. <sighs> I was, um, when I was engaged, we talked about this in the singleness that I was engaged before. But when I was engaged to this guy, I got a cassette tape in the mail. Oh, yes, this is when cassette tapes were things that mm, you sent people. That? But I didn't know what was on the cassette tape. So I open it with like my, my fiance in the car and I just stick it into my tape deck and this is what comes out. Hey Shari. Oh no. We've we've I know that the Lord's been telling me for four years that we're supposed to be married. And I keep giving up, but every time I give up Is this Clayton? No. Oh <laughs> every yes, time I give up, you're in town and we end up seeing each other. Or you end up calling me, and so I just take it as a sign from God that I shouldn't give up and that we're supposed to be together. And he just goes through all of these reasons why we're supposed to be together. Well, I never dated this guy in this whole four years. I only saw him on breaks. It was just Christmas break. I would be Mm -hmm. in town and think— He was in
4: that strong friend zone.
2: And I, I didn't even spend that much time with him. We weren't even good friends. We went on one mission trip together, and that was it. And then basically I just saw him on the holidays because on the holidays he lived in Atlanta. And I just thought, well, I'm just going to see who I know back home while I'm here. Poor guy. So anyway, my fiance's freaking out in the car going, who is this guy? I've never heard of him. Well, pretty much because there wasn't really a relationship there. And so my face is turning red, and I don't know what to do. So that was um, a pretty crazy dating story um do you guys have any crazy breakup stories
4: uh yes and that's where we will leave that okay (laughs) i had a you mean um, mean funny
2: yeah funny like i had a guy break up with me um Telling me that he needed to sacrifice me like Abraham sacrificed Isaac. Wow, that is very intense. And if I came back to him, it was meant to be. And I was like, I don't really want to read that Bible story ever again. We Christians need to calm down. (laughs)
4: Like everyone just calm down. Not everything is a biblical command. You just don't like each other anymore. But I did have one. This is like a very short breakup story. But this guy and I had gone on three or four dates. My friends in college called me the queen of three dates. I don't, I just like, you know, after mm-hmm. three dates, mm-hmm. like you yeah. just know. And um, so I called him and because it was fine to call. We were not in a serious relationship and said, hey, just want to be honest with you because we had a date planned the next day. I was trying to be nice, have him not show up and be like, would you come in for a moment? Sit down. Mm-hmm. Would you like some coffee? I'd like to tell you I'd never like to see you again. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, I called him on the phone and said, hey, here's my feelings there you not go. feeling it. Not feeling it. There you go. Hung up. Five minutes later, he calls back. Are you sure? Please give me one more chance. So it was like I had to break up twice in the span of seven minutes. It was really fun. Felt good. <laughs> <laughs> Felt good to have to do that. I loved it.
1: Oh gosh. Okay, so all these guys that didn't were not a thing.
4: Yes. So tell us. You say all oh, these
1: guys. That might be <laughs> true for <of> Meredith. But <laughs> hey, let's just reel it in. For a the rest bit. of us.
5: Just so <laughs> you just know.
1: say collectively speaking in the world okay <laughs> all these guys so tell us some qualities that you are looking for in a guy something qualities that why are you okay. laughing what's funny because i was gonna make
4: a joke and be like money but i just <laughs> I kidding. I'm kidding and kidding.
1: that's a like
5: a uh, a question that's asked a lot is so what type of guy are you looking for And um, not so much is it a type of guy, so Mm -hmm. much that it is, like you said, qualities in a man. And so um, if if girls out there, single girls, have a type of guy in mind, you can probably be assured that the Lord's going to bring you something very different to that person that you're mm -hmm. imagining. Um, But regarding qualities of a man, he's got to be kind. He's got to be fun, have a good sense of humor. He's got to be very honest, um, thoughtful, you know, just the things that you see about Christ and love about Christ you want him to model those things as well Hmm. um so nothing too crazy or like superficial or I haven't set a bar too high I hope not and if I have please tell me (laughs) but yeah just qualities about um the Lord even qualities about my earthly dad that I love and things that I've seen him do and model that I'm like I Hmm. would love that in a man so yeah we'll see what the Lord brings
2: retweet Retweet.
4: that (laughs) that was great Great
2: yeah, it's hard. Um, I know when I was little, for whatever reason, the first three guys I had a crush on were named Jason. And so <laughs> I thought, I'm totally gonna marry a guy named Jason, but I didn't. I married a guy named Clayton. Clayton. Is his middle name Jason by any chance? No, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> and then I and then I thought that I would like a soccer player because I played soccer, but what does Clayton played? played football he's way too
4: large of a man to play yeah well he's a a little white ball around i I could not
2: imagine that he would just tackle (laughs) people. yeah i couldn't see it he could be goalie yeah Uh, Um,
5: yes because
2: he covers half of the goal yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) he's tall enough to touch the top that's true um well let me ask you these questions so i know that um you guys are probably just going to say scriptures, no real books, but I know that there are listeners that are probably wondering, how can I, you know, are there any resources to help me stay on track to guide me in this whole dating process or these dating decisions or any verses that you guys have held on to in this um, stage of your life as far as dating is concerned, like helping you understand this guy is good for me. This guy is not good for me or I should or shouldn't date.
4: Okay, so um, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't really have any like books um, on the subject. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should. Maybe that's you my problem. Write, one. write a dating book. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Maris. All right, <laughs> coming soon, ish. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't have any like books or anything like that. Uh, but I will say, um, is it 1 Corinthians seven that mm-hmm. Paul talks about Rachel. about singleness and marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, it's in one of the Corinthians. Okay, just go with me here. But um, like I said, I've been, uh, I've, have dated. I've gone on a lot of dates, uh, but I've also yes. seen a lot of friends get get married. Um, I've seen a few of those friends get divorced, and the difference maker um, in those is in um, is in First, first Corinthians seven. Um, in the midst of him talking about marriage and singleness and everything and how to honor your spouse and all that, um, he says, ultimately, the Lord has called you to peace. And I've seen a lot of girls um, who uh, it's a great guy, you know. Mm. Um, he loves Jesus. What could go wrong? Uh, who get so far down the road, but they've peace has not marked the relationship. And so for me, that's kind of been a prayer of, of my heart is, um, if I cannot get peace about a guy, no matter how much on paper we line up, uh, especially the older I get, the more my friends, you know, they really meaning well have said things like, well, what was wrong with that one? Nothing's wrong with him. But Mm -hmm. if, if on paper it lines up, but in my spirit, the Lord has not given me a sense of peace, Mm -hmm. then I don't move forward. Um, and so that's just kind of something that the Lord has has marked me with, um, and what I would encourage all dating ladies with: if you cannot, you just cannot get a sense of peace, hmm. then the Lord has called you to peace. Whatever feels the most peaceful, do that. Hmm. Um, even hmm. if you're, even if it is to move forward, and you're scared in it hmm. because it's your first serious relationship. I know whenever that guy comes along, I'm going to be terrified. Hmm. Because here's this guy I've dreamed about. ha ah, I'm gonna be scared, but I'm gonna step forward because I can feel the peace that the Spirit is leading me in, um, one way or another. So I don't have any books, but that's a scripture that has really marked me. So, um, the Lord has called you to peace. Yeah. So whatever peace feels like, do that.
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never thought of it that way. I mean, I've never read the scripture in that perspective mm. before. So that's that's pretty incredible. I'm gonna use that.
0: I'm gonna use Go that in my
1: advice um so uh, kind of along the lines of that i guess you said you know there wasn't anything wrong with him it was just not having peace but are there certain things that you consider red flags in dating that you could share with people just as insight for girls that are in relationships that maybe they shouldn't be what are some red flags that you would consider saying Mm. no thank you (laughs) that's good um There are probably many,
5: and I can't think of a lot off the top of my head, but definitely um, one of them is, for me specifically, if he seems too consumed with himself, too self-absorbed, and Mm. I think you get a good vibe from someone on social media. So, if he seems too self-absorbed, he can portray any type of person to me that he wants, but ultimately who he is is shown through what he he puts on his social media, right? Mm. Like, that's his projection to the world. So, if he seems too into himself, for me, that's a red flag um, and an alarm goes off in my mind. But in regards to dating, if he's trying to act too quick like we're married or like mm-hmm. we are a thing rather than without you know, taking those steps of engagement and marriage and having those conversations, mm-hmm. if it goes too fast too quick, there might be something in him where he's not fully processed the season of being single mm-hmm. with the Lord, so he's quickly trying to grasp at any chance that he has to be an item because it's going to identify him and define him Mm, um so if that's if that's something that i Mm notice early on in dating it's definitely a red flag because it goes to show for me at least that him and the lord still have business to do while he's a single man Mm -hmm. and i don't want to stand in the way of that so yeah if my relationship with him or if i'm becoming part of his identity or his source of satisfaction in life and joy in life and all those things, um, rather than the Lord be the source of that, that to me is a red flag.
2: I think that it's the same for females too. So I love how we just did the episode on singleness, which if you haven't listened, that would be the preliminary to this one, I believe. Because if you're not content in your singleness, I think you may make a mistake Mm -hmm. when you're choosing who it is that you date because Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lens there. Of need hmm. that you wouldn't have if you were content to be single
1: yeah
2: um, I actually remember when I first met Clayton apparently he saw me in the crowd and said she's the one I want to marry her but yeah. I was like take me home because I just broken off an engagement and I didn't say that to him it's just when I left I wasn't thinking anything about marriage when we first met and he was you know Gonna pursue me, which was good for me because I needed Mm. I needed time to just be me. I actually it was kind of funny because you know we talked about it being my senior year, and I thought about going to China, um, and being a missionary too. I just thought I don't. I was in a stage where I just said I don't need a guy. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to do whatever it is the Lord wants me to do, and I think that's a healthy place to be. Um even if you are in that stage of frustration, like Shay, you said, Mm -hmm. I was frustrated with guys. I was frustrated with being hurt. And so I just wanted to dive into the Lord. That's not unhealthy. It's a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just, I I think almost sometimes isolating yourself for a little bit to ground yourself into who God is before you even pursue dating is so smart. Um, And then I heard, um, I talked to this older lady one time, and it was super sweet. She said, now, I don't understand all these girls jumping in relationships, first date, coming home and saying, you know, I'm going to marry the guy. She said, this is what I did. I just, a nice young man would ask me to go to dinner. We'd go to dinner. I'd come home and I would, some other young man would ask me to go to dinner. I'd go to dinner with him. I wasn't committing to anybody. Yeah. We were just having fun. We were going... You know, I don't know what she said they did. Go on a walk, go bowling, whatever. But she said, I was just friends with all of these guys. But if I started thinking about one more than the other, I thought, well, maybe we'll do it again, you know? And she said, I didn't make a big deal out of every date I went on. I didn't commit myself to them to marriage after having a meal with them. And she said, I think that people are opening their hearts and giving themselves too soon um, and taking dating so seriously can put a lot of pressure on that relationship. Yeah. And I've met a lot of girls who have said, "I'm not going to date until I know it's the guy I'm going to marry." Which I get. How do you know? I right? get the concept. I, de- I ideally that would be perfect. Mm. But we don't live in an ideal world. world, right? And so the pressure that you put on a relationship—if that's your condition—if you walk into a relationship saying. Oh. I'm not going to date until the, it's the guy I'm going to marry. Then the pressure between you and him the whole yeah. time is so heated that you can't break yeah. up. You can't be honest. You can't have conflict. You can't disagree. You can't be yourself. You feel like you have to be who he wants you to be because there's no out. Mm-hmm. There's no out, but you're not married yet and yeah. you're not even engaged. Yes. Yeah. So I think that for me, sometimes um, the trap of dating is to, is to make it more serious in the beginning than it needs to be. Yeah. Hmm. Throwing all your feelings in. Yes. Yes. That's a red flag.
4: Amen. Yes. That's a red yes. flag. It's good, Stacey. Yeah.
0: We'll be back in just a moment. But first, let's check in with Elizabeth Harper, our in-house beauty expert, for some top trends in your weekly dose of practical advice.
3: Hey, everybody. This is Elizabeth with Season 3 Two tips and tricks and this season I'm bringing you tips from Shari's book I love you more except when I don't fighting to keep Jesus first and today I want to just share with you my tips from um, the chapter entitled I'll love you more with my future and that's in chapter nine Um, the future can be a scary thing where we're going where we're headed what is it that the Lord is calling us to do like These are big questions. And so here are a few tips that I got um, that I hope help you. Um, Number one, believe that he is with us. So simple, yet full of so much peace. Believe that he is with us. Number two, take the leap, take the risk. Your obedience will initiate God's work. I, the, the visual I get from that is just so awesome. Shari shares um, a great example in her book about uh, going skydiving. Um, and the whole story freaks me out. But <laughs> the picture is so awesome. Taking that leap and taking that risk with the Lord and Him being with us. I absolutely love it. Number three, God's calling for you will be unique to your gifts and to your personality. How amazing is that? Hello, the one that created us, the one that knit us in our mother's womb, that knows every hair on our head, how many we have. He also created our future. He has a greater investment in that than we do. And so he has created a calling for you that will be unique to your gifts and to your personality. Number four, know that this will not be easy. Yeah, real happy, right? This is not going to be easy, but... How many things that are worth doing ever are? It's going to take effort, but it's going to be the sweetest kind of effort that you can give. Because you know that you're headed towards um, that place, that future, that calling that the Lord has for you. And number five, don't stop moving. Don't quit. Remember, the risk is worth the reward. Um, keep moving keep moving. The example that Shari gives in the book is, um, climbing a mountain and just reading that story. Um, I ran out of breath, but the visual was so amazing. Reaching that summit, reaching that pinnacle and being able to turn around and look and say, okay, I may have been just inching along, but look how far I've come. Don't stop moving. Don't quit. The risk is worth the reward. Guys, I hope you are blessed and I hope you have a great day. I hope these tips help. Bye-bye.
4: I'll say this too. Um, kind of with that because we put, again, I said already, but Christians, we just need to calm down a little bit when it comes to dating. Um, that if if you are already a, already dating a guy, uh, this, these are just a few red flags that I would would suggest. Um, number one, if there are more uh, bad days than good days, if you start celebrating a day because it was okay, today not- was a good yeah. day, uh, then yeah, that's probably a red flag. You need to take a minute and think about that. Um, and then, second of all, if if you feel the need to start hiding. Or protecting part of quote just who he is from your friends and mm-hmm. and or mentors, uh, then that needs to be mm-hmm. to be a red flag. Feel like you can't talk about a part of his character or part of you know your relationship. Your relationship, and you can't talk about your friends with it because you're afraid of what m- they might say about it. Um, then that should be a red flag, mm-hmm. and you should probably bring it up immediately uh, so that they can help guide you through that as well. But overall, just with dating. A red flag. Just if you're getting all worked up and it's the third date, everybody just take a deep breath, calm down, mm-hmm. move forward. Nobody's engaged here or married. Yeah. So <laughs> you're fine.
2: I think that's good advice. Um, there was a relationship I was in and uh, after I was out of it, I remember someone said, well, I can not really see y'all together anyway. And I thought, well, why didn't you tell me while I was in it? But it was probably because they didn't think I would listen, mm-hmm. number one. And number two, because I didn't say, what do you think? Yeah. So I think that sometimes we're, we want to keep that relationship so much that we protect other pe- we protect ourselves from hearing what other people yeah, think yeah. about it. And so opening yourself up to the people who are trusted. I understand yeah. relationships are confusing, so don't ask everybody because then you're just going to be right. like, mm-hmm. so confused. It's frustrating. Don't do, a, don't do a
4: Twitter poll about No, no, it. no. Don't no. do that. <laughs> who
2: yeah. thinks? Or Instagram. Yes yeah. or no. Um, <laughs> so we've talked a little bit. Uh, you guys are... You know who you are. Um, That's the beauty of this. The single life that you live is that you've really poured in and and dug down and said, who is it that I am? Um, And so we've had a conversation before about the fact that sometimes that can feel intimidating to a guy um, to date or ask a strong quote woman out or someone who knows who she is. We've talked about that. How would you, um, what advice would you give to other women out there who have this struggle as well? Because I feel like every time I turn around and I'm talking to a single girl, she's like, no guy will ask me out. Or they just think I'm too, I, I'm too strong of a woman. Or they, they're they afraid that they don't know how to lead me. You know, that whole, um, <laughs> Sorry, that, that idea. Um, and so... I want to speak to those ladies because I know it can feel discouraging. And so I wanted to see if you guys, Shay, you included, have encouragement for this.
5: Yeah, that's great. That is something that comes up a lot of like, especially people are trying to be really nice and really kind and just say, you know, (laughs) you're still single because you're so intimidating. And guys are just intimidated to ask you out. Well, that's not exactly a big compliment because then (laughs) it means that I'm putting off vibes that I might not want to be putting out there. So
4: I will say, just as a side note, I know that comes from an encouraging place from people. It doesn't feel very no. it makes me feel like a four hundred pound like slop boxer weightlifter. Yeah. Like that's what
5: it makes me feel like. But it is meant as a compliment. I know. So yep. we I appreciate
2: that when people Thank do you. say that. But um <laughs> I've gotten that too. I've had people yeah. Shari, you're just so confident. I just don't think that that a guy really knows how to I'm, I'm what sorry? to do with you. Yeah. <laughs>
5: And I think if you have been told that before, definitely don't try and be less of yourself, like less yeah. confident or less um, capable in any setting. Like just be you and trust that if mm. the right guy who God has for you is intimidated by you, that's not going to stop him. Because if it was going to stop him asking you out, then he isn't the right guy anyways. Because the guy you want needs to be a courageous man and is willing to overcome those fears um, of not being good enough for you in order to ask you out. So um, that's kind of how I encourage myself that, yes, even if he is intimidated by me, hopefully that's an encouragement to him to kind of step up to the plate and man up. Okay, I'm going to be who she needs me to be right now and I'm going to go ask her out, right? Mm -hmm. So, A, be encouraged. And then the second thing I was going to say, it's completely lost my mind, but I'm hoping that you know what I was going to say. I don't. Mm -hmm. Okay, but mustn't have needed to say it.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I will say um, you. I, in my opinion, you want a guy to be a little bit nervous. You know, challenge to ask you out to be like, okay, I'm gonna have to really, you know, come with my best, my best game. My best game. I want a guy to kind of feel to feel that way. Um, And then it is like you know our job if he does ask you out and you go on a date to encourage him in that to try to show mm-hmm. see i'm not intimidating i just know who i am isn't that attractive you know <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah be i agree with you just i remembered what i was gonna say i was just giving you time yeah. what i was doing <laughs> back to you stacy
5: <laughs> um what i was gonna say is mary and i've been on this journey about um you know do we are we holding out for this guy who loves the lord more than we do and who knows the lord more than we do so i just kind of want to encourage whoever is listening that we've been on this journey um talking about it and i think originally like i did want someone who loved the lord more than i ever would and you know has been walking with the lord longer than i've been alive mm. like all these things
4: we and, sit down and talk about spiritual
5: right and the older i've gotten <laughs> the more i've realized like A, that's not really practical or realistic because I've been following the Lord since I was 14, been in ministry since I was 19. So it's like, that's a really high standard to kind of um, hold any man to, let alone box the Lord in on. What if he had someone for me who's recently in the past couple of years just given his life to the Lord after this really tumultuous life? Like, who knows? Who am I to say what the best thing for me is? Mm. And so just encouraging you if you feel like, oh, you're never going to find someone because you know the Lord so well broaden your horizons a little bit because God always works outside the box and he might very well surprise you with a man who hasn't followed the Lord as long as Mm -hmm. you have, but might know the Lord in different ways and different Mm -hmm. aspects than you do and can still contribute that to the relationship. Now I'm not saying date a new convert because there are definitely things that those um, new believers are, are working out and figuring out in regards to the rhythm of Christianity, but I am saying don't have your own walk with the Lord be the standard. It has to be at least this and then some, because maybe
4: the Lord's going to do something different. Yeah. Mm. What, I think, yes, I think now I'm looking less for a man who like has more biblical knowledge. Like everyone seems to just bring, you know, this guy's a pastor. I'm <laughs> like, thank you. I There's other men, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> And, and ladies, don't look for a man who has the hunger and delight in the Lord. And the rest will yeah. figure itself oh. out, regardless of his current biblical knowledge and whatever else, his seeming ability to lead. If he has that just hunger and delight mm-hmm. in the Lord, the rest, he, you know, he'll figure the rest out. The Lord will guide him into yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love what both of you said. And I think playing off of what you said, Stacey, just about, um, like, finding a man who loves Jesus more than you do. I think, in my mind, it was, I want to find a man who loves Jesus more than he loves me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And great. that kind of plays. And what you're yes. saying, that his delight comes from the Lord first. That's great. And so then it it makes an even playing field as far as that goes. But at the same time, there is a standard there, you know, to follow that he's pursuing Jesus first. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's and then you second. Yeah, I like that. So that's That's my two cents. As you guys,
2: yeah, it's like 10 cents. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
2: Beth Moore, uh, you know. Shout out Beth, love you. I know, right? Um, She's Bible scholar extraordinaire. But I remember sitting in a conference with her one time and she said she remembered trying to seek out a mentor. She was looking like for this mentor to help her and she realized the mentor that she needed was the one she had already had and it was this friend that she had who wasn't this bible expert Um, she wasn't like she didn't know greek and hebrew but (laughs) she loved going to her house and talking about god and she felt loved by her and challenged and spurred on and Mm, many times she's talked about her husband and Mm -hmm. and how He's such a wonderful man who serves and loves her, but he loves the Lord with all his heart. But I'm sure that, you know, I don't, I don't, i never never gotten the feeling. She's always said, he's just an ordinary man, you know? And, and so I think that sometimes you, we can sometimes have this picture in our head of what we think we need, um, but it may not come in that package. And so I have another friend, um, who goes to New Spring. She just recently got married at 36 and, um, she's like firecracker, for sure, but um, she married a guy who had previously been married and has a child, and she said, I never imagined that this is what the Lord mm-hmm. would give me in a husband, but he's the perfect mm,
3: yeah. man
2: for me, uh-huh. and I'm a mom already, and that's challenging, but I, I get to figure this thing out, and so the picture didn't look like maybe what she had in her head, but it, it's the perfect picture for yeah, her, and cool. so... Uh-huh. Um, Here, let's transition into this. I want to ask you this. So pretend like there's a guy out there who is intimidated by you, Hey, um, but you like him, right? So how would you encourage him? Um, I'm not saying that you're saying this to to like get a guy, but I think that I think that it would be good for guys, I think, to actually listen to this podcast mm-hmm. um, to understand how girls feel. Yeah. And so, if there's a guy out there who has felt this intimidation mm-hmm. factor, maybe he likes a girl who he feels like has more quote biblical or is more godly or more biblical knowledge, seeming or whatever it seems like. Um, what would we? How would we encourage him um, to pursue or to just? I don't know. What encouragement would you offer a guy like that?
4: Yeah. First, I'll say as a joke: if I actually like a guy, I'm trying to encourage him to talk oh, to me. She's it's the worst. not good because I just I break down. I turn into a 14 year old cheerleader. Like I, uh, I'm not good very at it. Not smooth. Not at all smooth. I tend to be fine with talking to people. Not if I actually like a guy. So we'll just. That's just funny and for another day. Um, but. I will say that the first thing that came to mind when you asked that, um, Craig Rochelle always says, and I think this is the same that's true for women, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I am I'm may seem like I am a leader, have it all together, but I want to be led. I one day want a man to make the decision so I can go, praise God, like I don't have to, mm-hmm. um, but Craig Rochelle says um, that people would rather follow a leader who's always real than a leader who's always right. And so I think you don't mm. have to come to a girl with like all the right answers yeah, and everything figured good. out and masculinity just projected and the best pickup line. Yes, like come oh, just real, because I think that's what that's what I'm looking for. Mm. Um, like I said, that real delight in the Lord, that real hunger for the Lord, um, that is so evidently real, mm. uh, that is attractive to me. Not like here's everything I'm doing right and my for mm-hmm. a 1K, which I'm not even sure what that is and. <laughs> and all this um but just come real with who you really are with a real request Hmm. and i think that's what what you know women are attracted to yep or maybe just me retweet retweet Retweet. all right
1: all right so if you could pick one person to sit and have a coffee date with who would you choose like as in like a single guy because this could get serious.
5: <laughs> Anybody. This could get really, oh, right, well, really there was quick. this guy that go to church. No, I'm just
4: kidding. Anyone. Anyone. Dead or alive? Yes. Dead or oh, alive. wow. Well, I mean, Jesus. The apostle Paul. Both. But he's both. Nice he, okay. Go, Chase.
5: Um, I just said the apostle Paul, but I'm going to see him one day, so I'm going to take that back.
4: Oh, Jesus as well. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> really Psalm tough. Wearing, um, I know. You go ahead. I'll just answer from my gut. Uh, Beth Moore. Mm. Legit. Like, I would love to sit down and At have Beth a At Beth Moore. At Beth Moore. <laughs> See you later. That's so good. What would you ask her? So many things. Pick so one. many questions. Or two. Or two. Oh, I can't. I, there's too much pressure. She might actually listen, and I might I might disqualify myself. Okay, I can't okay. do it. <laughs> <What about you laughs> um,
1: I think if I can sit down with anybody, um... It would be Gladys Aylward. So she's a missionary that I look up to, that Shark and I talk about all the time because she's so amazing. But she basically got on a train from Europe into Siberia in the middle of a war, got off of the train because it broke down, gunshots everywhere. She walked through Siberia into China and found a community to minister to. And when she got there, they were war- it was a warrior tribe and they had like this is gross, but decapitated heads lined up on the walls. Mm. And she walked in there as a single girl from Europe. you got to read this biography. This it's is amazing. It's mind-blowing. So like, she
2: wanted to be married. She kept she getting did. mad because the Lord wasn't sending her a husband and she wanted to go on the mission field and the IMB wouldn't let her go unless she was married. So wow. she just said, she I'm going. going. I don't care, I'm went. going.
1: Yep. That is. And I would just love to talk to her just about those feelings and those moments. Like there's some moments in the book that I'm like, what was she feeling in that like i would just love to hear her talk about it so
4: i that makes me just feel why do i ever complain about anything in ministry <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> amazing and then she was um once
2: she realized there was a point part in the book i remember when i read about her biography where she just she realized that she wasn't going to be married mm-hmm. and she said but i've always wanted children so insanely someone realized she was such a wonderful woman they they gave their child to her like put it on her doorstep and she didn't even know where this child came from so then it was insane because she started becoming the woman that everyone was bringing their children to she didn't know any of them they just all started showing up on her door so she starts raising all these kids that's amazing and then at the end of that the war comes in through their village And she's like, I've got to get these children out of here. So she hikes through China
1: China.
2: with all of these children through a war zone and keeps them and crosses into Nepal. I mean, hello. I know. I want to be here. Right? Yep. (laughs) Crazy. That's incredible. All right. So, um,. I love that you guys have been here today. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this conversation, but I want to ask you guys what characteristic right now of God is hitting home with you. Like what is the big thing that God is trying to teach you? I know Stacy's got a big, oh, big big, mountain in front go, of her.
4: Stacey, go.
5: God is just teaching me so much about um, his love. And I know that sounds like the stereotypical answer, but I will never reach the depths of it. And yeah. so Um, sitting on the couch this morning, trying to tell Meredith what the Lord told me yesterday in my quiet time. And I still can't put words to it because every time I do, I cry. So Mm. I'm like, mate, one of these days, I'm going to get to tell you what he told me. (laughs) But just, yeah, very overwhelmed with... For my whole life, I've thought that I needed to prove something to God. I need to be useful to God. I need to, God wants to change me and form me and make me, which is all true. But ultimately I've missed the fact that God wants to love me and he wants to convince me of his love for me. And I've missed it all this time. I'm trying, I'm working so hard to try and be valuable to him without realizing, no, I already am. And he really does madly love me. And so he um, whispered to me the other day when I was in my quiet time, he said, what if I brought you this far to tell you I love you? And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I'm like writing it all down, crying, because I'm like so overwhelmed with just God's love for me that he doesn't just want to use me or change me. Ultimately, he wants to love me and Mm -hmm. me to know how loved I am by him. So our father is
4: awesome. Yeah, Yeah. This far
2: being from Australia to America or just this far in your life? This far in my whole
5: life. Mm -hmm. Like I've never had that thought of what if all of the past you know, how old am I? 28. It's just to show you how (laughs) much he loves you. It's to show me how much he Mm -hmm. loves me. And here I am trying to make something in my life, trying to not waste my life, trying to be significant. And he's like, what if all of this is just so you can look down the mountain and be like, all of this is because God loves me. Mm -hmm. And that he's not asking me to traverse any other trail or climb any other mountain other than for the fact that I'll just have a better view of his his love from up there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not to, like, achieve anything or accomplish anything. It's honestly just to get a better perspective of his love for me. So good.
4: So good. good. You said that really well today. You did. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.
5: Thanks. You got through it. (laughs) Uh,
4: For me, it is – the word that just keeps coming up this year to me is um, his peace. And uh, I'm not like a word of the year person. I, I think I have too short of a memory for the Lord to talk to me like that. Um, like six months from now, people are like, what's your word of the year? I was like, I forgot. <laughs> but the word that keeps coming up is peace. And just the fact that Jesus, when he was about to depart, told his disciples, hey, I'm, I'm sending two things. I am giving you my uh, spirit and I am giving you my peace and he says this right before he's about to get betrayed, arrested, mocked, beaten, crucified, buried. Mm. And I love that example that he gives. Hey, this peace I, I give to you, my peace I leave to you. He's saying to his disciples right before the hardest thing anyone will ever face. This kind of peace that I'm giving to you is not one that means everything, you know, is going to go great. Doesn't mean that you won't have lonely nights. He had some of the loneliest nights that anyone will ever mm. face. Um some of the greatest pain anyone will ever face, but did it with such this just confident peace that he carried with him everywhere he went. Um that has just been speaking over me all all year that the peace of Jesus is my possession. Like mm. it belongs to me. Jesus gave it to me as a gift. And the only way I ever get anxious or worried or feel the need to prove myself is when I put down his piece that he died and modeled to give me to pick up what the world tries to project on me. Mm. And so I'm just trying to cling to that piece mm. everywhere I go. Like, no, nah, this is mine. People are trying to project fear mm. of like, what was wrong with that guy? No, sorry. I can't worry about that. This Mm -hmm. peace is mine. I'm too busy clinging to this to worry Mm -hmm. about that. Mm. So it's just been, it's been awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's turning 30 or what he's like, Hey, be at peace. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) These are the years of our Lord Jesus. 30 years old. We're going. Three, (laughs) Trinity, zero.
2: I don't know. Well, um, I want to thank you ladies for being here today. And I know that um, you guys actually have some messages on newspring.cc. If anybody wanted to hear from you a little bit more, they could look up Meredith Knox or Stacey Tarrant on newspring.cc. Mm-hmm. And also, if they wanted to follow you and be encouraged on your social media, mm-hmm. I don't remember your handles. It's, is it Mayor underscore Knox? Just Mayor Knox. Just Mayor Knox. And Stacey underscore Tarrant. Okay I got the underscore on the wrong person but <laughs> anyway, um, if you guys want to keep up with them if they've really uh, something they've said has really hit home to you, you can connect with them on social media or hear a sermon by them. So um, also we'd love to hear from you. About this um, episode, and so if you want to make a post on social media and then hashtag it with Overcoming Monday, we'll have a conversation on over social media, and we can talk with you about the questions that you have or ideas that you have in, uh, in dating. We can just have a discussion about it. So, oh, I think I said celebrating singleness in my closing, but I meant in the. Difficulties of dating. -dating. (laughs) We hope that we've given you something to overcome this Monday on the difficulties of dating, and we hope that you'll tune in to hear us for another episode of
0: Overcoming Monday. Thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode of Overcoming Monday. Please be sure to subscribe and share us with your friends. You can also connect with Shari on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Her handle is shariking99, and for more encouragement to move you forward in your faith, subscribe to her blog at shariking.com. Thanks again for listening today, and hopefully we've given you something to help overcome this Monday.